0: This is Ashton Marcus, and I'm on location for McCoy Rigby Entertainment's presentation of First Date. Hi, I'm Ashton Marcus with KUCI 88.9
1: FM in Irvine and I'm with uh, Alan Zachary I'm the uh, co-composer lyricist of First Date
0: Great uh, I love this perform- I, lo- I love this music. I just loved it Oh,
1: thank you so much I'm so glad
0: <laughs> Yeah, because obviously I'm, you know I've, I've been single before and I've been on First Dates before and this was just, it just brought back so many memories
1: <laughs> Yeah, well it comes from very personal experience from me uh, my, my co-composer lyricist and also the book writer Austin Winsberg there's very little in this uh, show that is not ultimately inspired by things that we personally experienced and also from our friends. So why did you decide to write this thing? You know, it was one of those things where uh, we were just looking for a show that, that we could create, that we could even produce ourselves. You know, something where you're just looking for, well, we were waiting for a lot of other projects to happen. And, uh, and we, over a lot of, I always say this is a show that was written over a lot of lunches where we were complaining about our love lives and we were complaining about, you know, professional lives. And we're like, let's write a, a show for our professional lives that's kind of about our love lives or, or, you know, or, our problematic love lives from a specific point of view. And we came up with the idea of t- telling about a date that all happens in real time over the course of one night. And then came up with the idea of all this baggage that we carry with us and realizing that sometimes when you're out on a date, your worst enemy is, is not that this person isn't the right person, but that you have all this baggage that you're carrying with you and that you don't know, you know, the person you're looking for it could be right in front of you if, if you could Figure out how to shed all these expectations that you have from your past.
0: Well, I can see how you can identify with the man, but how about the woman? Where'd you get the inspiration for the,
1: all, the, all the women's characters? Um, you know, a, a lot of questionable dates that we have had in the past, that friends of ours have passed, uh, past relationships that. Uh, didn't exactly work out, that was, you know, maybe it was her fault, maybe it was, you know, our fault. You know, a couple of years of therapy, uh, you know, of, of self-reflection and, and uh, a lot of insights, and also, frankly, asking a lot of our female friends about the experiences that they've been on, on dates and relationships and things didn't, that didn't work out. So we were, we we're just doing a lot of research just by sort of polling and talking to people.
0: Because the way you portrayed the woman, she was very dignified, but also very strong and very real. She had real baggage and all that. And again, that's what I love about theater. The women are all strong women. And this one was not someone who was just artificial stereotype or weak.
1: That's great. That's actually really great that that came across because that was something we were really working at. Obviously, we're three guys writing and trying to write a three-dimensional female character and a character who's going to feel very contemporary with with a woman, not not a woman dealing with issues necessarily from 30, 40 years ago, although there are a lot of issues in the show that are very relevant across all the generations, but something that would speak to women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, specifically today, what they're dealing with in the dating scene, what they're dealing with, with the environment and the and, um, and just issues that are going on specifically today for women that could feel very, t- to the moment. Yeah, so uh, any kind of advice
0: you can give to my viewers, a lot of them are community theater actors, a lot of them are students, so some of them are writers also.
1: Uh, from, from a creative standpoint yeah, or just cre- uh, or, or love lives? <laughs> actually both. Well, i would take both. Yeah. Uh, love lives, it, it, from my own experience it was actually through dealing with uh, my own personal issues and past relationships and expectations and my own baggage that I actually found, personally for me the, the love of my life who I've been married to now for a few years. Um, and uh, and creatively, listen this is a show that came from our own personal experience. They say write what you know. In this case, very literally, we were writing what we knew and had experience. And writing something that was just very personal to us that we just wanted to get out. It wasn't the expectation of Broadway. It was great that that happened, obviously. It wasn't the expectation of big things, something that we knew we could even just do ourselves, but we had something that we wanted to say specifically about finding love and romance and dating and and finding a solid relationship today. And so we did that, and thankfully people really responded to it. Okay, well, again, I love the show. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thanks so much. Pleasure talking to you. Hi, my
2: name is Ashton Marcus, I'm with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with? Austin Winsberg. Great, and what did you do around here? I wrote the book of the show tonight, so the, the book is the script of the show. I went to Brown University uh, in Rhode Island, I was a theater arts major, I came out here right after college and started writing, uh, I wrote on my first TV show when I was 24 years old called Still Standing on CBS, uh, I created a TV show that was on ABC for a couple years with John Stamos called Jake in Progress, I wrote on Gossip Girl. Uh, I did First Date on Broadway. I did the Live Sound of Music for NBC. I have a bunch of other projects going. How's that? So that's all you did? <laughs> couldn't you do anything else? <laughs> well, I love I this play. Oh, I, mean, I love the so script. Much. In
0: particular, I love the script. Thank you. Say that again. I, I want to hear it again. I love that. I'm serious.
2: I couldn't say much because I've dated before. And this is like, I mean, this brought back so many fun and not, not so fun memories. <laughs> well, to, to tell you the truth, a lot of this show is based on things that happened to us. And me and the two other guys, Alan and Michael, who I wrote the show with, we had a lot of not such great experiences in the dating world, and we're like, how can we do something about all these bad dates we've had? So a lot of what you see on stage is taken from real experiences, real conversations we had, putting all of our own misery into theater form. So why did you decide to write this? You know what? We just wanted to write a musical. Alan and Michael have been friends of mine for a long time. They're songwriters. Uh, we're always talking to each other about ideas. I was getting kind of burned out by writing a lot of TV pilots that weren't getting made, and we just thought it would be fun to write a project together. They were busy doing a lot of Disney stuff, and they wanted to do something more modern, something more fun and funny. I wanted—I always liked doing romantic comedy, so we were like, let's, let's let's just write a musical together, and we thought it would be fun, and we thought we would do it in some small theater in West Hollywood we never thought that it would actually go to Seattle and then go to Broadway and so and then come here to La Mirada and I have to tell you I'm not joking they did an amazing job today I thought I was so impressed with the actors the directing the staging all of it I really really thought they made the show come to life in a beautiful way your, uh, the other
0: co-artist the, uh, the said that actually uh, it helped him he, and now he's married and all that. And yes. I always, I personally believe that theater has a healing effect whenever it actually goes through suffering.
2: Yes. Well, especially as a writer, too. I mean, you've got to channel your suffering into something, so I channel all of my own relationship suffering into my writing. So that's how I find the catharsis with it, is trying to be, by taking my pain and turning it into comedy, hopefully. Yeah.
0: Did it help you? Because it actually helped me with a few things I was thinking. So through tonight. <laughs> well,
2: I've been married to my wife for seven years, so it's been a while since I was in the dating world, but certainly in writing it, it was good to remind me of those times. It made me appreciate my marriage more because it made me thankful that I was out of that, the, 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 the bar, you know, how, how vicious the dating scene can be, especially in Los Angeles. So I think it, it just made me appreciate what I have more. <laughs> well, a lot of
0: people listen to my show are community theater actors and, and students. Any kind of advice you can give because you had a
2: lot of success in a very short amount of time. Uh, Thank you. I mean, first of all, keep persevering. I can't tell you, I mean, with with as much, I don't like to use the word success, but with the things that have happened to me, um, I've had many, many more that have not. And I think the sign of a true artist in this field is you just got to keep going and you got to lick your wounds and there have been times where I've wanted things to happen that haven't happened and they hit me hard and they put me out for the count for a while and then somehow you lick the wounds and you, you fall in love with another project and you just believe again. And so it's just about, if, if this is what you feel in your bones that you have to do, just keep doing it and you know hopefully good things will come out of it. And this business is a roller coaster. I always tell people it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I try to view my career, I don't always do this well, but I try to view it in the long term, not in the daily ups and downs. My last piece of advice after many years of therapy is you've gotta figure out a way to find validation from within not from without because the industry is so out of your control there's so many things that are going to happen that are out of your control that if you can find a way to find happiness not from the guy telling you that you got a call back or that your show got picked up or that you got this part in this or that it's got to be about the process and it's got to be about the other things in your life that keep you happy and do this because you love it but don't do it for the results do it for the process well once again I love this show thank you so much I really appreciate it thank you very much for being on my show absolutely
0: no problem. Beep okay. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus, I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in
3: Irvine, and I'm with... My name is Lee Wakeford, I'm an actor from South Africa that's now been living in L.A. for three years and in America for ten years. Uh, This is my third production with La Mirada um, this year. Uh, The previous two was playing Bert in Mary Poppins, and uh, I was a soldier in uh, Pride and Prejudice, and then now I'm playing man number two in the role of Reggie in this production of First Date. I love your quirky characters. Thank you. Thank you very much. Quirk is something that I embrace when I get the chance to do them, since I'm usually uh, pigeonholed as a leading song and dance guy. And so the opportunity to get to do this was just an absolute joy. So I get to play, just truly have fun.
0: You actually won an ovation award also for the producers. And you played a quirky character there also.
3: Exactly. So they're catching on to me. They're catching on to me. So hopefully if I get to do one of these a year, my soul is happy. So uh, quirk, is, quirk is fun to do. Comedy is a wheelhouse that I would love to embrace more often. You know, but we'll take the work that comes our way. So I'm thankful for that.
0: I can imagine a lot of people look at you and say, "He's tall. He's good look No, he's got to be leading. No one's going to take him seriously as, as, as some kind of villain or some, yeah. kind, of, some kind of weird type. Yeah. Of. We, got, we got to leave this guy." He's, what do you think about that? Uh, it's honestly, I embrace what I've been given, and
3: in terms of that, it's nice to prove those people wrong who tend to pigeonhole. But in uh, the other sense, it's also nice to surprise because you wouldn't expect me to be in this role. And so when I then get to step up, you know, that's, that's the opportunity for me to really showcase what I've got.
0: I think in this particular piece, actually the ensemble characters, the sporting roles, were actually more challenging than the leading characters.
3: Well, the brilliance is you have to do so many things, you have to do so much. They are the glue of this piece, and so they tell the story over the course of ninety minutes. Uh, but it's fun in the way in which it is written that we get to be the color to their black and white.
0: You're actually also a very prolific actor. This is actually the third piece I've seen you in. A probably about less than three months.
3: Uh, It has been a wonderfully blessed year. Uh, Let's just say that the uh, range of shows that were out there in theaters right here in Southern California and up in Sacramento were just a perfect fit for what uh, was available for me this year. So I'm just thankful. May this continue.
0: So actually, a lot of people who listen to my show are community theater actors, so they're students. Is there any kind of advice you can give them seeing as you're getting so much work here? They, They would just kill to be in a position that you're in.
3: Stay in touch with the people that are the business, that are in the business, and actually every job you do, like take that as an opportunity, not just to get to know people, but to really just be a good, hard-working actor. Continue to push, continue to find, continue to challenge, and continue to do the work on your own, because then when opportunity uh, comes at your doorstep and you're ready to just let it go and let it shine and let it show that's seen and acknowledged and respected. And so I would like to to uh think that that's the reason why I keep on being hired is talent being one thing but also just the ability to uh, to work with me and the joy that it takes to be around so
0: thank you Well thank you very much for being
3: on the
4: show Such a pleasure, thank you for having me Hi my name is Ashton Marcus, I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM and I'm with Justin Michael Wilcox, I grew up in New Jersey I uh, went to the American Musical and Dramatics Academy in New York City uh, and then from there started working in off-broadway shows and national tours of shows uh, I was around the globe for like 10 years uh, I, I did uh, you know tours of Oliver, Cameron McIntosh's Oliver Actually with Mark Ginsberg We were on the tour together uh, And uh, a Chorus Line, uh, Christmas Carol And Guys and Dolls internationally uh, And then I came to California about 5 years ago And uh, this year We did Dirty Rotten Scoundrels together Oddly enough with Mark Ginsberg as well uh, And then I just finished doing Singing in the Rain With Lee Wakeford uh, So it's, it's I'm back with my boys <laughs> I play Gabe, man number one so it's, it's it's Gabe and the rocker and uh, the patron and the lead hippie singer. Okay. And uh, which was your favorite character? Uh, Gabe, obviously, because he gets he gets he gets to kind of be a, be the voice of every every uh, misguided man
0: <laughs> in the world. He gives lots of bad advice. I actually loved you guys. I, you've been particularly... I, I loved you in
4: this performance. Because, again, you, you did so many quirky characters and you had to do them, like, within a few spans mm-hmm. of, of each other. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. It's um, Nick DiGruccio is, like, a dream to work with. Lee Martino, they're just... They're fabulous. Um, they're actors, directors, and choreographers. And uh, they're just... They're so open. And they're just, like... What you, you can say? Hey, I want to do this, and I want to do that, or I want to do this, and then they'll yes, you, and then until they have to know you, and uh, and you're just comfortable with them, and they're really great at, at seeing what looks good on you, and then saying let's keep this, let's lose this. So it's it's a really great process with them. They're they're a big help. They're the the trust of the eyes that they're out there. Great.
0: I actually thought that uh, the supporting actors were actually more challenging roles than actually the leads.
4: Yeah, I I think um, I tell them that <laughs> uh, they you know they have to carry the show. Uh, we. Are the whole ensemble. Um, But I think they did a great job in in the casting. Everybody came to rehearsal with a bazillion ideas, you know, like I was saying before. Um, And uh, I I think, I, I, I like that challenge. I like having like you said play so many different people on stage uh, it's, I guess it's why we're actors um, and I think it's, it's just more fun than having to be one person the whole show um, but uh, I think the challenging part is that you don't necessarily get the journey that the lead guys do uh, and um, the, the leads are I think they're such an integral part because we get to hop in and play different characters opposite them. And what's nice is that I get to play a character in his head, and then I play a character in her head. Uh, so I, I, still feel like, you know, we're all, you know, we're all in it together, which is great.
0: So, is there anything about this play that reminds you of a first date that you had?
4: Every, every single first date ever, every single first date in my life. Um, no, I, I've been on one, um, I've been on one blind date in my life, uh, and never again uh she turned out to be completely racist um, and so I had to get out of there as quickly as possible. but I was stranded at a concert with her and some friends that my friends hooked me up with. Uh, so I had to sit through the whole concert um, with everybody. Uh, and so it was it, the, the the moment in the show, the awkward pause when he says something stupid or she says something stupid and they don't know what to say to each other was pretty much my entire my entire date. It was it was atrocious. It was horrible. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. It's good to see you again. Thank you. Hi, my name is Ashton
0: Marcus. I'm with KCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine. And I'm with...
5: Kelly Dorney. I'm from Plano, Texas. Born and raised. I went to college in Boston. Worked for Disney Cruise Line. Lived in London. I just moved out to L.A. last year in February. And I absolutely love it. And this is my first show here at La Mirana. I'm so excited. I played woman number two, uh, very commonly seen as Allison, the very awful ex-fiance of the main character, and also Google Girl. Allison, well, she is uh, the main character's ex-fiance, and she left him on the altar. Yeah, she's not a very nice person, so she shows up once in a while when he thinks back on her in in a very fine light, but his best friend's always there to pull him back to reality as to actually how horrible of a person she was. Was. So,
0: okay. so, what do you think about this play?
5: Oh, it's so fun! It's it's like a ninety-minute rom-com on stage. It's just it's a sitcom. It's got heart at the same time. And if you're there for an evening of absolute fun and you just want to leave the world behind, this is the perfect event to come and see.
0: Yeah, I actually loved your characters, the ensemble characters and actually because basically I think it was even more challenging playing your uh, your roles than it was playing the lead.
5: Uh, you know what it was it was definitely a challenge when it came to costumes and props. <laughs> But it's, that's something I love. I love coming in and out of zany characters and that's what this show offers, the ensemble. You know, you might be called woman number two, but it doesn't feel that way. You feel like you are in it with the main characters from start to finish, and you truly are. You're on stage the whole time. You're listening, you're you're involved, you're engaged, and it's it's a wonderful
6: experience.
0: Yeah. Well, as a man, I loved it. But again, I I, I gotta understand, for the women's side, I, I love the women characters and all that. But for you as a did, you, did, you, did it actually hit you?
5: Um, absolutely. I think um, Casey's song "Safer" is is so touching. Uh, there's so many people out there that are afraid to open themselves up to a relationship because they don't want to get hurt. And uh, I think anybody can knows what that feels like and, and has those fears. Um, and then, of course, for me, playing the the, the quote unquote villain, if you will, is just so much fun. <laughs> it's utterly ridiculous and I love it
0: <laughs> a lot of people who listen to my show are actually community theater actors and students any kind of advice
5: sure um, never just always try, go out for everything, always be working on something, uh, be in class, even if it's working on a scene for class, at least you feel like you're being productive and um, I always say work forgets work so even though you might think, oh I don't want to do this thing that costs nothing, you might meet somebody that recommends you to something else that can lead to something big and you just have to put yourself out there you can't sit at home and wait for some agent to submit you, submit yourself, go out, make your own theater. Make your own work. It'll happen. You'll be much happier that way.
0: Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah,
6: thank you very much for
0: having me. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with...
6: Stacey Oristano. I'm from Texas and came out here. I play Woman 1 in the show. I was on Friday Night Lights and Funheads, and that's how people know me mostly. So which character did you play? Woman one, she oh gosh, I feel like I'm everybody's mother. So well, she's like a big sister, a mother, a grandmother, and then a bunch of other little stuff.
0: <laughs> well, actually, I love the ensemble, like because the minor characters actually did so much acting, changing into so many characters so quickly yeah. with such intensity. I think this morning roles were actually more challenging than the leading characters.
6: Oh, I don't know, but we we work really, really hard. But I don't even like saying ensemble and lead with this show, because I think the whole thing is an ensemble piece. I think everybody works exactly like the same amount.
0: Uh, From from your history, uh, did any of these uh, first date things kind of strike a chord with you?
6: I don't, I'm not much of a, my boyfriend just left, I'm not much of a dater, so I have, um, I know this just from like dealing with friends and having to deal with their stories, but I don't have like horror stories really. I'm lucky.
0: (laughs) So basically, again, this is written by three men. A woman didn't, wasn't involved in the writing, or at least not directly. Did they do a good job? <laughs>
6: A heightened version of, uh, of a bunch of women I, It's definitely their story It's those three guys' stories So it's more from Their point of view And we sort of serve As whatever they need us To, to be at the time
0: Personally, the I think they dealt With a lot of dignity They, they actually made The women very strong characters It's they're not strong. like They were a stereotype Or something like that
6: They are very strong Which I like You don't actually see that A lot yeah. It's nice Yeah Okay
0: Well once again I like, I love the performance Thank you very much For being on the show Oh
6: thank you so much Thank you.
0: Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FN in Irvine, and I'm
7: with Scott Dreyer. I grew up here in California. Uh, this is my first show at La Mirada. Uh, I've been performing as a I've been performing professionally for about 15 years now, doing film, TV, theater, a little bit of everything. Uh, and this has uh, been wonderful to be on a first date here at La Mirada. It's an amazing cast, amazing crew. But yeah, I've been doing doing uh, making my living as a performer now for 15 years. And and uh, which character did you play? Uh, I played uh, multiple characters, but my main character is the waiter. I play the waiter in the show. I also play a Christian father. I play a crazy therapist. We all get to do lots of characters in the show. It's been a lot of fun. Good. And And uh, which one was your favorite? The waiter. I love getting to do that kind of big cabaret number at the end of the show. It's a lot of fun to get to do that. So he uh, basically is the main waiter of this uh, restaurant where they're on the first date. And he's a little bit kind of like a Cupid character. He definitely tries to connect different people during the night, but he's also trying to find his own love, and he gets to find uh, his own romantic interest at the end, but he also performs at at the the restaurant. So I got to do a a number called I'd Order Love.
0: Actually, I really love this, especially amongst the ensemble members, because they were... I think some of the ensemble members are actually more
7: pivotal to the, uh, the play than the lead characters were. Yeah, I think it's, you know, the, the main characters, because they're kind of the straight, straight men to all of their mind, in their mind, and we get to be kind of a little more zany, but yeah, it's it's wonderful to get to be in the, there isn't really ensemble, but the supporting players are, it's just fun to be among that, I think. It's more fun, for sure.
0: Any first states that, uh, just, just come back
7: to memory from this? Oh, yeah, I think that the, the thing that's so great about the show is I think you can really relate each person can really relate to a moment in a dating situation. There were lots of moments tonight where you say the wrong thing or the check, who's going to get the check, who's, you know, all of those things. It's so relatable, I think. Well, I love the way, I love the way everyone played it, but I particularly love the way you played it also. Oh, thank you so much. I'm having a blast and I'm so honored to be getting to do this wonderful show here at La Mirada, truly.
0: I have a lot of uh, listeners who are community theater actors, uh, students also. Any kind of advice you can help them get along with their career?
7: Yeah, you know, I have a good story for this show. Uh, I didn't initially know about the audition, and I ran into the director. I was going to support another artist in a show, and they had been having a hard time finding the waiter character, and the director said, come in tomorrow. They got me the sides, the the music. I had about eight hours. You know, and most people, we get lots more time. You know, and everybody else who came in for the callback had had several days. So I really crammed that night and really came in prepared. And that helped me get the part. So what I always say to young artists is when you're starting out, just really be on your game. You know, it's so much about about who you know and so much about being in the right place at the right time, but most importantly, being prepared when you get that moment. So this was a good example for me of just being on my game when they brought me in. Thank you very much for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome. It's my honor, truly. Thanks for interviewing me.
0: Hi, my name is Ashley Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with...
8: I'm Erica Lustig, played Casey. I'm here from New York City. Uh, I've lived there for quite a few years. I'm an actress, uh, originally from Miami, Florida. I just played this role in Miami for the regional premiere. I'm very excited to be in California. This is my first extended stay here, and it's been really, really fun. I play Casey. Casey is a very complicated girl. She's the girl that's on the first date, and she she has been scarred by men in the past. She's mostly attracted to rocker guys and bad boys, so she's used to being in really bad relationships. So here she is on this date with this really nice guy, kind of nerdy, not what she usually goes for. So at first, she's got her guard up. She doesn't want to be here, but she starts to let the guard down a little bit as the date goes on and uh, realizes some things about herself, and you're going to have to see the show to figure out what happens.
0: Okay, this is written by a bunch of men. Did they do a good job by a woman's perspective? Perspective?
8: Uh, yes they did. I think um, really being able to delve into Casey's character for the second time this time around, I really got to take a closer look at her struggle and I do understand the struggle that she goes through. So though she has had some bad times in the past and may be seen as maybe a little promiscuous or... Uh, on the bad girl side, she's much deeper than that, and I think her solo safer really gets to explore what that's really about. And I totally get it. So yeah.
0: I love your character. I love the way it was written. Also, I love the way you performed because it. it was a strong female character yeah. and written by three men. I mean, you know, they did a, they did a good job, in my opinion. Yeah,
8: they really did. I I love being able to play her because me in real life, I'm not that strong and direct. So I like being able to bring that part of me out in this character, and it's actually helped me a lot in my real life. So so,
0: that's cool. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being on the show.
8: Thank you so much.
0: Hi. My name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm
9: with... Mark Ginsberg. Uh, I was born actually on the East Coast. I'm an East Coaster from Philadelphia, lived in New York for a while. Uh, and moved out to L.A. about five years ago, almost five years ago. Um, studied musical theater, done uh, various regional things, a, a tour, and uh, also work at Disneyland as well and, uh, in my off time. I was Aaron. Aaron is uh, your typical 30-something uh, East Coast, New York, nebbishy Jewish guy who's kind of awkward on first dates. He's just gotten out of a relationship that left him kind of sour on the whole relationship dating scene. So he's trying to jump back in, and all he wants to do is to get it right and to, to do the right thing and hopefully find the person that, uh, that he's meant to be with.
0: I love this performance. I love your character, awesome.
9: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
0: Great. So, uh, just from uh, this experience, is there any kind of first dates that you can kind of remember that kind of set off a little emotion for you?
9: Uh, uh, I, I wish I could think of them. Honestly, I haven't had that many disastrous first dates. Uh, some of them have actually turned out pretty well. Um, not everyone was, you know, an instant love connection, clearly, but luckily I have not been through any disastrous first dates. I know man you are fortunate because i have been through a few of them i've probably been through more enough for the two of us <laughs> i believe it i believe it. I, it's, none not all of them have been great i i won't lie but uh, none of them have been complete disaster stories. So n- nothing I would tell, you know, over, over a beer or two. But okay, so why did you decide to
0: get into acting anyway?
9: It's what I have loved from day one. Uh, my family was always uh, very into the theater. Uh, always took my family and I, my uh, brother and my sister, to the theater. And it just it clicked. It just felt really natural. And there's nothing else in the world that I would rather do. So if, you, if you're not doing what you love, then what's the point? So I decided to, to give it a shot. I'll take it and run. Wait, a lot of people who listen to my show are
0: community theater actors and they're actually students. Any kind of advice you can give them?
9: Just keep trying. Just seriously, keep it up. Uh, always keep learning. That's that's the big thing. And not only not only classes, although classes are very good—voice classes, acting classes, dance, everything—but also learning from the world. Get, you know, not staying in your little theater bubble, but getting out, seeing you know, seeing pieces of art, uh, people watching, getting getting to know people, going out on you know on hikes in in your environment, and really getting in touch with yourself. It's it's all the whole world is part of a learning process, and it all in some way affects what we do as performers. So just. Keep keep going forward, keep working hard and keep learning, never stop learning. Did you ever think about getting out of acting was just ever too frustrating for you? No. Never crossed my mind, honestly. It we all we all have moments of frustration and moments of thinking, is this what I should be doing? But it never got it never ever got to the point where I said I need to you know try I need to get out and try something else because it's like I said, if you're not loving what you're doing then there's no point and this is this is what I love to do, so I, I can't think of doing anything else. Okay. Well
0: thank you very much for being on the show.
9: My pleasure, thank you so much.
0: Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus, I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with...
10: Brent Crayon, I'm the music director of First Date. Great, I love the music on this. Thank you, we really have a fun time playing it.
0: So what kind of of style was this?
10: Well the styles are all over the place, we've got pop rock, we've got a klezmer tune, got some ballads, it's, it's really quite a good mix. Okay. Great,
0: uh, so uh, what do you look for in your
10: casting? You know, there's just a star quality with some of these people in our cast. I'm sorry, with all of these people in our cast. Uh, you know, th- this really required them to be singers, dancers, and comedians. And so we went through a lot of people, we saw so many great people, and I uh, really think we came out with the perfect cast.
0: Uh, were you involved in casting the singers or just musicians? Uh, the
10: ca- uh, the cast the cast we actually have a a contractor for the musicians. Uh, we had a great band. We ended up having really some of the top musicians in town. We were very, very fortunate. Yeah,
0: because actually I, I asked uh, well actually I guess you have contracts so those are like permanent employees for your musicians?
10: No, not permanent but, but they're union members. So we have a contractor and we use we, some of the same people from show to show. This, like for me for example, this, I'm, this is my first music director job here at La Mirada. Uh, I've played in the pit before in other shows. i played for uh, Les Mis and Mary Poppins recently but uh, you know it's always a changing rotation.
0: So what's it like uh, trying to get a job as a musician in this area because again I always ask the music directors about their casting and they always say they hire their friends or people they know. <laughs> For the band, you mean? Uh, well, you, you find people
10: that you trust, people that you know that can play certain styles. But for I, you know, for me, for instance, I'm not a jazz player, so I know right off if it's a jazz show, I'm the wrong person. <laughs> but yeah, we tend to get people that we know, people that we we uh, we trust. But you know, we had some band members this time that I'd never worked with before, and you know, it's always a nice surprise. You form new relationships, but it is a difficult thing to get into.
0: So, what would you recommend for a young musician who's trying to get into the business? I, I just can't. I just can't tell them, "Hey, you got to know someone." If you don't know someone, just get out of here. I, I just can't tell <laughs> them. What would you say?
10: I would say, start playing auditions. Get involved in lower-paying gigs. It really is. You have to pay your dues. But by doing so, especially in this town, it's it, you meet people. You know, you you can play auditions really cheaply for a company. Get a relationship with a director and then you're on their mind for their next show. Then you get a reputation. That's kind of how it happened for me. Someone gave me a job, and within a few shows, I was working with some, some really top people in town. It really is who you know, but you
0: have to, you have to pay your dues. So what was so challenging about this, This because this is an outstanding performance and I've always loved the music at this theater. Thank you. Um,
10: You know, some of these songs were really difficult. Uh, We've got three keyboards going on, and we have six people in the pit, two of them are playing doubles. Uh, We've got, uh, I'm on keyboard one, which is mostly piano, we have a keyboard two that doubles on guitar, acoustic and electric guitar, and then keyboard three is actually playing, uh, I think, five different woodwind instruments. That's been a tricky part was to find the right person who can play soprano sax, tenor sax, clarinet, flute, and piano. So, uh, you know, Eric Kindly, our contractor, who's also our drummer, uh, really did a great job finding these people for us.
0: Well, again, once again, I love the performance. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. KUCI will be giving away two free anytime tickets for first date which will be playing at the La Maratta Theater for the Performing Arts from September 18th to October 11th. To enter, send an email to ambkuci at gmail.com. Include your name and the word date, D-A-T-E, in the message body. We'll be drawing
10: tickets in approximately one week.